Fizzy fam, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Fizzy Pole. I'm Christy Sellers and I'm your host. And today I'm sitting down with Narelle Tobin. Hello. Hello. You've been a guest on here before. Yeah. And Narelle owns the Carlton Studio, if anybody didn't know about that. And today we're talking about New Year's and goals. This is such a hot topic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, very relevant for this time of year. So, um, yeah, I think I think goal setting is really important. Uh, but I also think that we need to look at why we're setting a goal and how we're going to go about achieving it, rather than just oh, it's the end of the year. I need to make a new year's resolution. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I never understand why New Year's is the time that mm. people make those decisions. But I suppose like. Yeah, it it is a good – it definitely is a good time to take action, but you can take action at any time really. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I are very similar and on the same page with goal setting. Um, Fizzy Fam, if you don't know and don't follow Narelle, uh, she is an incredible pole performer as well as a bodybuilder and she's kind of like the international champion <laughs> professional you need to say the the titles cuz i don't remember all of the yeah so i compete in a couple of different natural federations um and i've managed to in the last 12 months get my pro card and win two professional lineups Which in is... both a and b and miss fitness australia so amazing yeah pretty exciting <laughs> and she has like this whole fan base outside of even the pole industry, <laughs> and people just lose their marbles over you. I don't know about that. <laughs> they do, they do. They're like, oh, my God, Noelle Tobin. <laughs> You're a celebrity. Oh, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, take it. So, yeah, Noelle is no stranger to setting goals. Yeah. And, and for me it's a good time of year as well because I have just come off my competition season, so it's always about, okay, now that – part of the year is over what's next and and what am I going to focus on for this stage of the year as well Mm -hmm. and my priorities change throughout the year as well Um, obviously when I'm prepping for a competition that's up there in my priority list and I have to focus really hard on remaining disciplined and my diet and my training and all of that sort of stuff Um, and then obviously once the competition's over then you know I really need to focus on how um, my business is going and yeah. studio and family and, you know, all of the other areas of my life that, you know, have to continue running yeah. as well. So um, I think it's okay for your goals to change throughout the year as well. It's not just a matter of, um, oh, it's a new year, mm. you know, but I set all these new goals. I think it's okay for it to change as the year goes as well um, and to start straight away or to, change halfway through the year and, yeah. and you know, reassess where you're at um, at different stages. And also when you're thinking about them, to think about not just the goal itself but, like you say, you've got all of these other things around you like work and family and all of that. So how is this goal going to fit into that? Because you can't just sort of set it and then be disappointed like, oh, I forgot that I work five days a week or, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's right, and I think um, any goal that you set or any new activity or task that you take on, you have to 
be realistic in what is achievable and what's going to fit within your lifestyle as well and I guess just not setting yourself up to fail because Mm. then it sort of creates this vicious cycle where you know you'll set a goal and maybe not achieve it and then you know it's just that constant restarting. Definitely the more that you set a goal and actually achieve it the more you you kind of pump yourself up and you get that self-confidence and then you believe that you can do it again. So starting with small goals Mm. is a really good way to overcome feeling like, oh, maybe I won't be able to achieve something. If you see yourself do it, then you're more likely to do it again. And I think it's okay to have big dreams and big goals, but you have to um, break it down to the point where, okay, where do I want to be with this goal in the next month or where do I want to be in the next six months, Mm. you know, and rather than just aiming for this big goal that seems so overwhelming and unachievable, it's really important to have those benchmarks along the way as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, So when you, what do you think was your biggest competition that required the most goal setting? Um, That would have had to have been my most recent competition prep, which was my pro debut. So, um that was definitely the longest prep I've ever done and also having gone through some health issues this year it was mm. probably one of the most challenging as well so um even within that I had to try to prioritize um you know I was trying to fit my training in but at the same time when I was unwell having to go okay if I want to continue this prep I need to concentrate on my health and getting that back on track before I sort of continue pushing myself to the point where I just won't be able to compete so um yeah I think things are going to pop up along the way and you just need to have the adaptability to reassess and refocus Mm. on what's important along the way as well um but also having a plan and sticking to it, I think that's one of the biggest things is, you know, we have these goals and you think you want to achieve it, but then it's that action plan that you put into place and, and how disciplined you are with it. And it's like, oh, yeah, but, you know, if I just eat this, it won't hurt. Or if I miss a day here, it yeah. won't hurt um, at the gym or at the pole or whatever it is that you're working towards. And and maybe it won't make a difference, but it all adds up and if you sort of get in the mindset where oh it's okay if I just slip here or slip there or I don't Mm -hmm. meet this deadline or I don't do this it might not matter in the in the long run but the more you do that the more you allow yourself to do that the more control over yourself and your situation you lose yeah so I think it's just having that mindset where you need to make it a priority and if it's a priority to you and if it's really important to you then you will stick to it 100%. Yeah. And if it's not 100%, if it's not a priority, then that's where these little slip-ups yeah. come in. I think asking why mm. after you decide on a goal that you want to set is a huge difference in how you go about achieving it because if I say, oh, I want to lose 10 kilo, mm. then that's not really much motivation when I'm doing those last few exercises where I just want to give up because I don't have a why. Mm. Whereas if I go, I want to lose 10 kilos or I'm just using that as an example. Mm. Um, but because Mm. 
I want to feel fitter and healthier to run around with my kids, then that is definitely more motivation when I'm in those last few exercises to push just that little bit harder because I do want to have a healthy lifestyle with my kids and also set a good example for them. So already my mind is like ticking through those things rather than just going, oh, 10 kilos. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it is a bit of a cycle because once you get to that point and you feel that difference and you're like, oh, this feels so much better when I eat well and Mm. you know pole is so much easier and once you feel those I guess rewards of your actions it makes it so much easier to repeat it yes well Um, whereas if you constantly set yourself up to fail it's harder to feel that motivation or feel that why you know because you don't give yourself the chance to you know like yeah yeah to that end, end result how often do you feel like giving up or is it like a oh, constant? All the time, <laughs> all the time. But like I know particularly from pushing through and getting to that end result so many times, like when I do feel like giving up, I'm like, okay, the reward outweighs this feeling right now. Mm. And you just got to tell yourself and, and train yourself, I guess, to have that sort of mindset where You've just got to think of the long-term rather than that short-term satisfaction. Yeah. And also when you're talking about why as well, it's really important to have the why be a reason that you want to do something or why you want to reach a goal rather than, you know, uh, my family wants me to do this or my partner wants me to do that or society thinks I should do this, like, I think if it doesn't come from within, it's really hard to follow through with as well. Mm -hmm. And then you end up feeling like not only that you disappoint yourself if you don't achieve it, but then you also feel like you're letting everyone else down. And that's a nice space to be in. Yeah, it definitely needs to come from within. Mm. When I, I have a bit of a formula that I use when I'm setting goals and I especially used it when I did AGT, um, because it, when you've got such a big goal in front of you, like you'd know with your comps, when it's a big one, you've got to take it seriously and you've actually got to do the work in preparing to achieve the goal. It doesn't just happen. So for me, I have a formula that I call the four Ds. <laughs> Don't make it <laughs> um, So the first of which is to decide. And it's not just like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do it. I actually say, take yourself out on a coffee date, write down your BHAG, or if you haven't heard of that before, your big, hairy, audacious goal, write it down. And then you're going to write down all of the things that you would have to do to achieve that goal. So you can just use a pen and paper, like just scribble it down. But let's just say for AGT, I needed to organize the costume, find the music, get the music editor, create the routine, practice the routine, lose the weight, get stronger, um, all of the things that I would need to do as well as my everyday life. So once I have all of that written down in front of me, then I will sit and just ponder on it for a little while and decide if I actually want to do all of that stuff. Because when you look at it all, you're just saying, geez, man, that's a lot of things that I'm going to have to do. And I think that's what a lot of people don't, they just look at the end result. Okay. Do AGT or enter, like compete in that competition. But 
it's all of the things along the way that really are like that, that comp or that goal is only one day Mm. that only happens on one occasion. Whereas the process to get to there is so much longer. Mm. So yeah, the second D is to dissect and that's kind of what I was saying before. So I'll dissect it down into every single little thing that needs to happen for me to get to that goal. And I be, I'm so specific with it like even down to okay well I'm going to be training so I'm going to have to organize a babysitter for these times and I really dissect it down and I make a massive list and then I will look at deadlines for each of those dissected goals and I'll put deadlines on each of them so I work backwards like for example if I need my costume to do run-throughs two weeks before the show then I need it finished and then I need it shipped a week before that. I need it finished being designed, da 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 And you go backwards, backwards, backwards. And that is just that one thing. So if each of the little things under your goal has its own deadline, then you've actually got a date now that you're going to work towards. And so you're looking at that. And what I say when you're sitting there, and this, this brings in the fourth D, So the first one is decide, second one is dissect, third one is deadlines, and then the fourth one is dedicate. And that, I feel, is the magic source. That is the difference. So that's why I say take yourself out on this coffee date and actually decide if you want to do this because we call it D-Day when you decide because when you decide at that point, and tell me if you're any different because I feel like you'll be very similar, Mm. once I decide – I've already made the decision to not eat that piece of cake in two months' time or I already decided. And if something comes up where it's like, oh, do you want to have a drink or do this or that, no, thank you. And people like rather than having that um, back and forth in your head like, oh, should I or shouldn't Mm. I, I, in my mind, I already decided three months ago that that answer was no. Are you like that? 100%. 100%. Yeah. I think – and it's a really good point you make in that everyone's excited for this, you know, for you as AGT, um, but it's it's always about the end result rather than actually learning to enjoy the process yeah. and having that process become part of your goal, not just that yes. final result or that, that one performance or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, You have to not only be willing to put in the work and be willing to have that dedication, but you also have to learn to enjoy that part of it or else what's the point? Like if you're spending all of this time preparing for one day or, you know, that day that you have lost that 10 kilos or the day of your competition or that, you know, that end result, if you're just so focused on that and you've spent months and months of preparation but you haven't, been happy that whole time then then what's the point and I'm not saying that it's always going to be you know fun and enjoyable there's not going to be hard times but you can definitely train yourself to enjoy that feeling of satisfaction and that feeling of discipline and that feeling of achievement and Mm. that feeling of having control over your own life yes and that sounds so no extreme. no 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 it is 100% and I'm right there with you then that's where the fourth D dedication I always say like there's a difference between dedication and motivation 100%. so people become motivated 
especially at the start of the new year. And that's why I wanted to kind of have this episode, especially with yourself, to talk about you can't just be motivated for a week or two because you got new workout gear. Dedication is meaning that you're going in and you're doing it even when you don't feel like it because it's part of your goal. Yeah. Yeah. And so many times I don't feel like, you know, eating what I have to eat or so many times I don't feel like getting up and going to the gym at all hours of the morning or late at night or Mm -hmm. whatever it is to fit that session in. And I just, to me, motivation is a moment in time. It's not a constant feeling. And if you rely on that, you are setting yourself up to fail. You have to learn to be disciplined. You have to learn to do things that you don't necessarily always want to do or feel like doing, but also learning to enjoy that feeling of, you know, when you make that decision to be disciplined and to still go to the gym anyway or to still go and train anyway or to still Mm -hmm. say no to that piece of cake or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, that, that feeling of, satisfaction and control that you have over your own destiny is way more satisfying than what that piece of cake would have tasted like, for For, example. Yeah, Yeah. for one minute. Yeah. Absolutely. And I've spoken about this a little bit in a previous episode where we talked about framework happiness Mm. and momentary happiness. So a cake is that momentary happiness Mm. because you literally, your brain is doing those, those things that you can see it on a um, machine that you're getting the satisfaction you are actually happy genuinely for that moment mm. in time but framework happiness is so much longer lasting mm. when you do these things that yeah like you say you don't necessarily feel like going to train mm. but at the end of it you enjoy the result which is whether it be, is becoming stronger or being able to step on stage to perform or do that comp or lose that weight that is so much more satisfying than the ice cream or the cake or whatever for the moment in time. That's right. And, like, I'm not a perfect human, I'm sure, (laughs) either. But, like, no, and, you know, as well as I do that I enjoy a piece of cake. Oh, my God. (laughs) We both do. (laughs) (laughs) Very much so. But in that immediate moment, if that's at that time, it's not in line with your goals, then you have to learn to say no and you have to learn to make decision that's right for you in that moment and you know as soon as I step off stage yes I enjoy a donut and yes I have my cake but then the next day I'm back in the gym because that's my lifestyle and that's my you know I know that continuously going down a path where it's going to send me back to my starting position is not what I want yeah so I think it's okay to and even if you do slip up or even if you make the wrong decision in a particular moment I think just not letting that affect the long term and just getting straight back into it rather than just going, oh, well, there goes that day. I may as well just go and binge. You know, it just, I've had a bit of cake. I made the wrong decision. And then the more you just get back on the bandwagon, so to speak, the more you can do that, the easier it becomes over time. I think you just, it's, you can't just be perfect straight away. Like it takes a bit of practice to, you know, learn that mindset as well. And I heard a good quote actually, which I think about often is that you don't just drop your phone on the ground and the screen cracks a little bit. So then you just start stomping on the screen to make it worse. (laughs) Like it's the same thing with food. You don't just slip up one little bit and then go, oh, well, I might as well eat the whole cake. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, 
a fine crack as opposed to a smash screen. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then the more you do that, and the more you learn to just jump straight back on and focus on your goals again, then the less you want to slip up as mm. well, or the less you want to make the wrong decisions. So yeah. it takes a bit of time, it takes a bit of practice, but it's definitely something that I think everyone can learn if they're willing to. Absolutely. Mm. You have more willpower than you know. Yes. So just wrapping up, what do you feel is probably one of the biggest pieces of advice that has helped you and for all of our fizzy fam going into the new year? Like what should we be thinking? I would say that you need to um, find your why, but not just find your why, find something that is really, really important to you. So do do it 100% for you, not because you think it's something that you should do, because if you do something for other people or for external gratification, then you are setting yourself up to fail. So as long as your desires and your goals and your dreams come from somewhere deep within and it's something that you really want to do, then you need to just set it as a priority and do everything that it takes to get to that point. Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, (laughs) guys, I hope you got so much out of this episode and I always do talking to you because even though I'm I feel like my mindset is very strong in that sense. It's still something that I continually try to improve myself on and speaking to someone like yourself just makes me want to get even better at it. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Have a great week, everybody, and make sure that you sit down and have your D-Day and set those goals for yourself for 2020 and do enjoy the holidays. Like don't be too hard on yourself, but once you do set that goal, make sure that you stick at it and you stay dedicated rather than motivated. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Let's get started.